0: Only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. 3CR 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Um, First broadcasting noon till one, Sunday afternoon each week. 3CR proudly... Acknowledges that we meet on the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. Also acknowledging our rainbow elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique and amazing contributions to diversity on and around the lands. And of course, welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, lots of ways to do it in the modern means of technology email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can SMS six one four five six um seven five one two one five. Look for the posts on Facebook um on my page and three out of the PAN three CR eight five five AM Melbourne and also you can tweet at Sal Gold said so and that's the bottom line. And well we very much welcome someone who um proudly Um, does some binary busting in terms of gender and sexual orientation as we celebrate a binary hashtag binary busters pre-may 17th show with the fabulous melon good to have you back melon
1: oh well thank you sally it's lovely to spend some time with you and talk about my favorite topics in the world trans and bi
0: that's right hashtag binary busters put it through our twitter and social media everywhere on the show today um, make sure you're tuning in. If you've got, maybe, questions for us about trans and gender diverse, or by and intersections thereupon to wit, um, yeah, pop them through to us. We'd love to love to have them. Um, so I'll dive in. Not too much at the deep end, I suppose. But what does May seventeenth mean to you?
1: Oh, well, at first it's a day. It's a day in May, and it's a day in May that I think about. Um, because it is International Day against homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, intersex phobia and what I'd like to push on everyone, ACE phobia as well, because I don't like to leave anyone behind when I <laughs> think about the LGBTIQA plus community. I think Internet. I think May seventeenth is really a day where we're saying no to bigotry and mm. that's and that's that's a main thing for me because I love that there's always a lot of celebration and rainbows and camaraderie and being together. But I also want to, I also think about why it's why it's created in the first place, and that's to know that we're still being discriminated against, mm. and that that's something that we need to address. And we can't just slap a rainbow on it and say, "Yeah, let's celebrate." We need to get to the root cause of it.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Brilliantly put there, you know, that whole root cause of prejudice um, comes to the, to the bottom of it, whether it is any one of, we'll say, the subgroupings of prejudice. Mm. And um, I think that's a really critical factor. Um, and I suppose the thing is that also struck me this is the first May 17th since Australia achieved marriage equality. Mm. <laughs> A deep breath I saw there. Mm. On the Just as well, we don't have the webcam going, we don't have one anyway, seriously, yeah. go for it.
1: I mean, um, yeah, we, we might have marriage equality for some, but, I mean, I think about it from my own perspective as someone who's non-binary, and I think about knowing that I still can't change my birth certificate. Mm. I, I can't still... Uh, half the forms and places that I go to still don't acknowledge or accept Mm -hmm. my gender identity as it currently states and you know the same would go if I had an intersex variation and it's I think it's really disappointing because I don't see how we can achieve equality if I'm still having to put down a gender that's not mine in order to get married anyway. I mean yeah we can say you know two people are getting married but when we're still looking at forms and when we're still looking at legislation that's not changed, then there's not really equality when I think about it.
0: You've hit a point. um, It's a bit, um, you know, to to adapt that George Orwell phrase, we're all equal, Mm. but some are more equal than others. (laughs) Um, And I'm not going to do any further comparisons um, and use the exact quote. But I think you've hit a good point, and I i suppose I'm going to bring something up here. i better clear this out of my system. Last weekend, there was an interview in the Fairfax media, including the age in Melbourne, with Penny Wong. And I got a bit – I had to reach for the blood pressure tablets on something that I read. She said, quote, everyone's moved on now. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um what? <laughs> yeah. If if moved on, we mean by we've moved on to a new dance partner, and now we've got a new dance to do because that's kind of how we have to keep going with this in order to achieve equality. We've got many different battles, but there's like it's still it's still a war. To you know, and I, I hate to think about war and battles gotcha. and whatever. But but essentially, if we saw it as a dance, marriage equality was one partner in a dance, and now mm. we've moved on to the next partner, and that's as far as it'll go because we've still got a long way to go before we actually see equity, and that's and that's what I want to see.
0: Well, that's the thing, equality mm-hmm. and equity. Um, check out the cover photo on my Facebook page if you do not Not sure of the difference, mm-hmm. um, which uh, despite Facebook's message saying, you haven't changed in a while, I'm not changing it so near Facebook. <laughs> um, because I think, you know, you've you've hit a good point and this is where I think there's something else. I'm just going to quickly link a few threads over the last 10 days together. We had the, I'll say, remarks by Kate McGregor. We had... Um, Interestingly, um, during the week, I'm still trying to see what the sting in the tail is on this one where Jermaine Greer said that um, she supports gender-neutral toilets. Penny Wong, you know, and look, I'll be fair. I think, to be honest with Kate McGregor, it's a step in the right direction. She's trying to reach out. I appreciate that, but many people have said too little too late. The thing that gets me is that she's still attacking Ros Ward and the way Ros Ward's been treated is Absol- and the whole safe, original Safe Schools team is just deplorable and, you know, that they felt really betrayed. And I think there's the real issue that does link back to at Day mm. that many trans and gender-diverse people and families mm. and bi people have felt betrayed over mm. time. We just saw a bit of... We saw a bit of improvement say, 2012 to 15 and 2016 and 17 were back to the hottest parts of hell. Mm. And so there does need to be things that... People need to do this May 17th to start um, rebuilding that trust, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think it's, it's more than just looking at us and saying, well, you've got marriage equality, you should be happy now, because there's still a lot of things that a lot of us can't do or can't access. There's still barriers that we're facing, and I think those are conversations that we need to start having. We need to start looking at things like, barriers in employment um Mm. like you know dare i point out the the old the old gender equality debate where oftentimes we're looking at including in having increased percentages of women on boards but still there's no no incentive to hire a non-binary person at all when we're looking at how we're going to find gender gender equality in employment and that to me, it still says we've got a long way to go because if some people are are ready to get hired, but not others, then we're still going to have a barrier to employment because you know how are you going to classify us? How are we going to see? Yeah, how are you going to see visibility? And I think yeah. you
0: raised a really good point. Um, and Tony Briff is one person who's mm. fought this. I remember there was an analysis of. The gender of local government councillors. Now, I, Mm. I must admit, I don't know the exact terms Tony uses, and yes, Tony's someone with an intersex variation, but of course, people with intersex variations have a gender. And Tony insisted in in being classified in other, other than, as other than male or female, mm. uh, and the poor graphic designers had a problem, you know that sort of thing because they had to put an extra box in you know tough luck <laughs> um, but that's who Tony is, and I think it t- it takes courage to take that stand um, and do it and I think really once people do it and go, "Oh, hang on," mm. that can be where we can get things moving. What would you like to see out there um, listeners of all genders? Um as we celebrate May seventeenth, um, what sort of things um are you thinking about? Um, give me a yell um by all those means out at the pound eight five five at Gmail six one four five six seven five one two one five at Salgold said so and the posts on Facebook while we listen to someone who binary busted many missed out, has started many years ago and also did some musical binary busting, his James with Pete and getting by. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, 85 and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally and guest Melham, pre-May 17th.
1: I often feel the only thing standing between us falling off that precipice and actually
0: fighting our way back up the top of the hill is the trade union movement. I really believe that. We have the numbers, we have the commitment, we have the heart, we
1: have the will to really fight And the only way we're going to win that fight is to grow the union movement. That was Jed Carney talking up union. Stay tuned to 3CR for more union news. 8.55 on your AM dial or 3cr.org.au.
0: love our 3CR Radical Radio t-shirts and so do we.
1: They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids and come in black, white, grey and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street or order by phoning 9419 8377. Or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward
0: slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. That's us, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, out of the pan with... Sally and guest Melum hashtag binary busting today as we head um, this time of our first live broadcast. Um, we are four days away from the International Day Against Homo, Bi, Trans, Intersex and Acephobia. Yeah. Yep. Um, all the bits, as we like to say. <laughs> um, we were discussing just before the break um, the idea of board representation. I'm curious as to how You think you know, apart from just general awareness raising, how you might think we might move towards more balanced boards, we'll say across mm-hmm. all genders. Mm.
1: Yeah, totally, totally more non binary people everywhere. I'd like us to take over the world. Yay!
0: Yeah, I think, I think that you know, that's mm. I agree because it's you know, we've you know, we've um. <laughs> We've, in my best Dr. Phil voice, bantered some of our anger. But, um <laughs> you yeah, know, seriously, the flipping it over, I always see, you know, I see non-binary people and all of trans and gender diverse and biers just, you know, we just, you know, move past the limiting assumptions of gender and have such unique perspectives. Mm. And I think, therefore, we do need to get people on. I have to admit I'm leaning towards a solution that has... 40% of, say, a board or committee is male identified, 40% as female, and the other 20% will say floating, including mm. non-binary, other genders, which seems mm. to work reasonably well. You're never going to get it, say, proportionate to the population <laughs> every time. That's a little bit hard. But um, mm. if you've got a reasonable balance, I think that's a flyingly good start. Mm. So that's one that I like. But we're also having um, lots of discussions um, off air about um, things that um, have happened since. And I, it feels like there's this, and normally I'd do a John Cleese line and say, don't mention the survey, but we still have to. You know, mm. this is not only the first May 17th since Australia got marriage equality. It's the first since the survey. Yeah. And I think we've got to talk about that and the effects because they are really critical for groups we can talk about, bi and mm. trans and gender diverse, but I'm pretty sure um, well, I'd be willing to bank a strong bet that for groups like intersex and people of colour mm. um, who are queer, it was also a very difficult time. So and we were having a bit of a chat about this um, mm. while we listened to Pete and James getting by.
1: <laughs> yeah, look... Um you know, I guess the biggest thing that came out of the whole survey for me was that I, I know I struggled. I struggled a lot and um, usually, like, I, I'm not a very big social person. I get a lot of my connection through social media and I couldn't do it because my feed was full flooded with people supporting or people against or people posting really horrible stuff they'd found. And it was so mm. triggering and distressing for me that I actually I actually had to shut down from that social media. And I know I wasn't alone. I know a lot of people who did get off Facebook and they just couldn't connect. But I know when I think about my other intersection, the disability community, where mm. a lot of people within the disability community, that is how they get social connection and so when half of your community all of a sudden disappears it's it can be quite isolating and and it's been a bit of a struggle to try and even get people to come back on to find this connection again because that was the that was the the biggest impact I saw for me was this breaking down of our of our um, online community because people just needed to protect themselves and yep. I, i'm not saying that's a bad thing in fact <laughs> i did that myself because i needed to i needed to ensure my own self you got to put your oxygen mask on you before you can put it on anyone else got it and and yeah i mean it's that the 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 huge impact that it's had on our online community meant that it means that where, where where would people go to, to find connection, to not be isolated. And I still think about this. Like, I, I worry about those individuals out there. Maybe you're huddled over a radio. Maybe you're listening to me right now. I see you or I feel you and I connect with you and I'm hoping I'm connecting with you. Otherwise, I'm talking to myself and Sally in a room.
0: Oh, look, I do this 48 <laughs> weeks a year and um, somehow I haven't been <laughs> carted off or anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you know, in all seriousness, White you know you've raised a really important point that people you know and totally affirm people's need to do self care. Mm. But it's sort of like how do we get people? Well, we went back into a closet to some extent, yeah. if not a fair extent. Mm. How do we get people to just, you know, sort of at least open the door a couple of centimeters and look out and say, mm. "Oh, maybe, you know, the dust is at least settling a bit." Mm. Um, you know, which I think, to be fair, it is. It's just um, and now, as the dust settles, people are beginning to pick a, you know, pick ourselves back up on our feet. But how can we put a hand out and help people back up and mm. out of the proverbial? closet they went into, I think, is a really critical question.
1: I think, um, like I know for me personally, um, uh, so, I, you know, if those of you that don't know, I also run an intersectional neurodiverse LGBTIQA plus group called Spectrum Intersections, <laughs> plug, plug. Yes. Yes. Um, And the very first meeting that I had was on the day of the results of the survey. Yep. So there was not a great deal of people who turned up to my very first meeting. However, of those of us that did, we didn't talk about it at all because we were so excited to be able to connect with community. And I think that is key. I think we need to have these opportunities to be able to connect as communities. We need safe spaces where we can talk about our issues and know that we're safe because safety is still key. I think
0: well, yeah, safety in every level, including mm. the safety of not being judged. Mm. I tried to raise the issue of feeling abandoned as a trans and bi person mm. and was told that I had a negative attitude and should be spreading messages of hope by someone I thought I trusted, which was quite disconcerting. Um, this was just uh, you know mm. after the survey had ended, before the law had gone through. And I can respect that, you know, it was a difficult thing for many people, but just to deny people's feelings wasn't on. Mm. And yeah, we need safe spaces for, you know, yes, sometimes across the rainbow, we can come together when there's common issues, but Mm. every niche needs a safe space, which is why spectrum intersections is such a valuable thing Mm. um, for people who are rainbow and neurodiverse. Mm. And... We should ask while I think about it, when is the next meeting? <laughs> plug, 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 plug.
1: Wow, funny you should ask that. It is actually next week on the 16th of May, the day before Idaho Day. There we go. Brilliant timing. So there's
0: 24 hours of diverse, of diversity celebration and you meet at um, a fabulous building in Carlton. And do. if people want the address, they can get in touch with either of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Well, um, you can find Spectrum Intersections, the Rainbow Neurodiverse Group, on Facebook. Yep. Um, and email inquiries at... Spe- oh, wait, hold on. I've forgotten. There's, Don't worry. A, there's also a website called spectrumintersections.org, which you should be able to Google, and hopefully it pops up very first because I've got a very good IT man who does my...
0: You do indeed have a very good <laughs> IT person. So yeah, we still we need these places. So you know maybe there's a way you know for that particular niche in our rainbow um, that people can just sort of nudge their way out of the closet again if they've been sort of you know stuck in there. Yes, there it is. spectrumintersections.org. dot org. Yes, an excellent IT person. As I just hit the hit the the fingers on the keyboard. Um, so yeah, it is really good. And I think we've got to we'll perhaps have a Another musical interlude mm-hmm. And then talk about how to be inclusive on May 17th Which is really, really important So, um, keeping up with the binary busting music theme um, Yes, it's a bit of a an oldie But we're going to do it Because we can from the 70s Here's Supernaut 3CR, 855 AM 3CR Digital 3CR.org.au And On Demand Out of the Pan With Sally and guest Mellum, Hashtag Binary Busters Pre-IDA Hashtag Idaho at 2018 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally and guest Mellum, hashtag Binary Busters, hashtag Idahobbit 2018 and possibly one of the earliest buy songs I can remember being Supernaught's I Like It Both Ways, which I know is probably a bit binary now, but it was from the 70s, so give it a break. But um, good to see some buy visibility way back when. Um. You know, um, we need more visibility for all of us. And you Mm. touched on this earlier, that having inclusive documents, forms and things Mm. um, for people whose sense of gender identity is other than male or female as a start. um, Let's uh, make sure we cover more groups. Um, Mm. We'll start at the top of the alphabet. What would help ace visibility?
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I'd like to actually see the word asexual and aromantic. On yeah. anything really because it's it just seems like it's a word that's almost invisible um when it when it comes to anything. I mean half of half of the acronyms and I know there's always a big joke about oh the acronym Alphabet soup, it's it's a big of a, it's a bit of a mouthful, but mm. there's a reason why it's there's a reason why we've put these letters in there and why that they're still important. Yep. And like oh, I'm I'm here to like, you know, hashtag a means asexual a means ace phobia like in the Hobbit, because at the moment it doesn't include ace phobia and i think it should i think it should because they're you know don't exist my friends are ace and i love you i love all you aces you're ace
0: aces are ace aces. indeed um hello um to uh, melbourne aces if you're out there um but um I have a bit, and I better, I, I might, normally I'd do this without warning, but because it's radio and people don't have facial expression and body language, I'll say, even before I do this, I know I don't mean this, but sometimes when people say there's too many letters, I say in a very innocent voice, hey, let's drop GNL, you've got everything now. And the, the looks on people's faces, and you go, relax, but how did you feel? You know, and then sometimes it wakes a few people up and gives people a light bulb and gets them out of their unconscious bias. Um, there is a lot happening just before we go on um, um, in the rainbow s- sorts of worlds. Melina um, has emailed in um, Happy sun Sundays to Sally and Co. And congratulations to winners of Eurovision. And we won't do spoilers if people um, weren't watching it overnight. Um, it's a creative outlet for artists and their emerging rainbow identities across Europe through music. And Melina asked the question, why are so many people in our community snobs towards this wonderful quirk in fun event it's her gay Xmas? I love it. I must admit, I I'm surprised to hear that people are snobbish. I admit that I didn't stay up and watch it because it's just not my thing, but I acknowledge totally what it does. And I mean, people like Conchita, for example, a few years ago, you know, what a huge sense of non-binary type of visibility that gave So, yeah, I mean, you know, it is a positive, fun outlet, so long as we remember the underlying message, yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, ace visibility, um, we then can logically move on to B for (laughs) bi-visibility, and B-B's buzzing in. Um, So, um, yeah, um, what, um, in terms of bi-visibility, I mean, what sort of things need to happen? um, Because the B has been in the, Mm. the... the acronym for some time, but yeah. you know, still just feel like the fog's <laughs> clearing on B visibility. What, what, what do we need to do?
1: I like to, I think, I think when it comes to B, there's still a lot of, there's still a long way to go. There's a long way to go from the external community. There's still a lot of myths, misconceptions, stigma, <clears throat> and I, I've still seen documents where biophobia is missed as well and, and bias missed. In fact, I've seen, I've I've seen this year, Idaho Day, Idaho Hot Day still, hmm. which is still even missing the B in the eye, um, which is quite disappointing because I know that it was 2015 when they yeah. put biphobia in to make Idaho Day, Idaho Day. Um, and so I thought, oh, geez, that's still a bit, that's still a bit, you know, outdated, yeah, outdated if you will, and, but um. I mean, I think by is something that people are afraid to talk about. They're afraid to talk about it because it happens in our community. There's still a lot of lateral hostility and lateral violence that we're mm. dealing with. And there's not, not there's not really an acknowledgement of that. I mean, we, we're happy to, we're, we want to look at the happy and the jolly and the, The gay, if you will. The happy jolly gay You (laughs) You know, you know, marriage equality, same sex, whatnot and who are but but we we're still not acknowledging the fact that by people who are, you know, coded as in a heterosexual relationship because they're in a opposite sex relationship often aren't welcoming in queer spaces. You know, we're not you know, if I if I went to the door and I look female my partner looks male and mm. we go to a queer bar we're, we're talking you know this is a gay bar right mm. like, you know we don't even know if we're welcome in there there's still there's still a lot of erasive language that happens in our own community and and attitudes that i think we need to change that that needs to change from the lgbtiqa plus community yep and that's not even touching the, the the rest of the community that that that's still trying to get up to date with the the rest of Outer Hobbit and, and I think that's something that I'd really like to see more of. I'd like to see more of our community supporting us instead of trying to keep us on the outer because we don't fit into the box as well. Yeah, well, I think, you know, to be positive,
0: um, I'll do lots of positives, but there is one, one negative. I'll get the negative out of the way 1st got to say an email, I'll just say, came my way during the last seven days of someone saying, oh, we're needing some speakers for next Thursday, and you think, ah, uh, time management skills for starters. They go, we've just heard that Idaho's become hot," and you think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you sort of do a massive head uh-huh. test. But I know people like yourself, myself, mm. um, the fabulous Ele Presidente of by alliance Rebecca Dominguez, amongst others, are doing various panel discussions in mm. workplaces um, on sort of Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be travelling all over the Metro site, ask the Leyland binary busting siblings or something. Mm. But there's not a lot of public panels, that, you know, that where people like you and me and Rebecca and other great binary busters um, and hi to um, Misty over in WA who couldn't be with us because of commitments. Um, hey, Misty. Yep, um, who's doing great work. But you know, it's only this year, and I do. I've got to say that a couple of organisations have said we really this year want bi-trans and intersex people, which is mm. welcome and long overdue. Mm. Um, so it's shifting, mm. um, which is a flyingly good start. But there's not a lot of public stuff. I know there's. Actually, an event um, the Clyde Hotel in Carlton. Um, union Chats um, is happening this um, coming Thursday evening at the, on the 17th. Mm-hmm. And that's a chance for chats of all sorts, including queer people in unions. But obviously, you don't, you don't have to show a union card to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd urge people to come along and just get the issues on the ballpark. But there's not a lot of public panels um, that are happening and I think that's still a bit of a concern so we you know millimetering forward mm. but we need to make it centimetres and metres and kilometres mm. in the end and look it's not for me as someone who does not have an intersex variation to speak for intersex obviously and I've heard and um, I don't really know what um, the intersex view is overall and if people have different views who um, people with variations have different views that's cool too We don't all have to have one dot and comma agreed viewpoint. Um, But, you know, I'd like to... I personally, if it's my call, would like to see visibility in what, you know, people with intersex variations would want out of May 17th as well. Um, Going beyond the specifics of next Thursday, I mean, I know that, you know, yes, surgeries are a big issue, but what about the people who, you know, have hormonal or genetic variations? I don't. I sometimes feel there's... Not enough info out there for those people. And I know um, Paul's one person doing great work on that, but um, still needs to be more visibility. Mm. So, yeah, we've got to make all the colours of the rainbow equally brilliant um, and equally bright. And, you know, it's about I'm I'm indebted to just one more thing. I'm ranting a bit. Why not? I'll have a rant. (laughs) We'll have a, a dueling rant Da-da-ling, ding 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 ding. Um I know my one of my most admired trans ad- advocates in the his- in Australian history, Peter Hindle, Canberra based trans man, who once said, Always ask who's not at the table yeah. and I think that's important of course at the moment. It was great to have Queenie Bonbon on last week, um, talking about issues for people working in the sex industry and of course two thirds of such such um queer um, sex workers are queer Mm. and it was great to see her show on um, friday night at um, Hairs. if you get a chance to see it anywhere around the country do she's absolutely brilliant it's hard to put into words which is actually probably a good thing because Mm. it was just really captivating i suppose it's the best way i could put it it was just very powerful yet she knew when to back off and break it up with humor so a great performer too so yeah let's think about everyone um this Idaho hobbit day Mm-hmm. All right, I'll try and take a deep breath. I'll de or something. And, well, um, no, inclusivity is a very clean thing, but, well, dare I say, here is some garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their track from, oh, way back around the turn of the century called Androgyny. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, and on demand out of the pan with Sally and Guess Mellum. Hashtag Binary Busters, hashtag Ida Hobbit 2018. Located in the heart of Thornbury, the Islamic Museum of Australia showcases the cultural and artistic heritage of Australian Muslims. Don't miss our latest youth-based exhibition, Ways to be Muslim, and immerse
1: yourself in a series of photographic portraits and unique personal narratives. This exhibition is hosted in partnership with the Muslim Collective and the Victorian State Government
0: and is showing until July 8th. Visit the museum website for more information. Islamic Museum of Australia is a 3CR supporter. Hi, I'm Nova Paris, and you're listening to 3CR, Be Proud, Be Strong.
1: You have a smile that brings a tear to my eye.
0: 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Lots of ways to be listening to Out of the Pan. Um, First broadcast noon till one Sunday afternoon and a full repeat on the airwaves again on um, Friday at 5 AM. If you're an early bird or coming home from shift work, whatever you are doing. Um, I had a message from the fabulous Wombat, um, um, and Scouts Australia will be celebrating International Day Against Homophobia, Biophobia, Intersexism and Transphobia this Thursday. Um, all are welcome at Scouts, yep, I'm um, doing great work there, um, Wombat, um, keep, keep it rockin', um, awesome stuff, and, um, also just checking for other messages, um, while we're here, no, not today, um. And I missed a message last week when I had, um, unfortunately, when I had um, Queenie in, um, you know, sort of about safety for websites. And this is going to be a big issue, I think, for people working in the sex industry, Um, you know, and, you know, what laws can government do? to make um, things decent for people working in the sex industry. Well, I'd be pretty confident I could be an ally there and say (laughs) decriminalise, decriminalise, decriminalise. So sorry I missed that. Um, And that was from Roving Reporter, um, one of our regular correspondents on the show. Great to have you back after you've been roving too long. We've lost lost track of you roving. Um, So, yeah, I'd be pretty confident with that. Sorry I missed that message. Um other things coming up this week. It's a bit of a busy week. You can have a bowl of alphabet soup um mm-hmm. in at um, Denbar um in um High Street on Tuesday night and um, there's lots of alphabet soups popping up literally around the countryside thanks to the great work of Tina Healy. Um it's a busy night next Wednesday. There's two things on us. Um there is a Seahorse Cafe night, but once again there is Spectrum Intersections. Hey.
1: <laughs> oh. At
0: 6.30 in, um, well, Carlton at, we'll call it, World Benign Domination Diversity Headquarters <laughs> at 100 <laughs> that, Drummond Street. It's pretty um, well known now.
1: I call it the pr- the Proud Centre.
0: The really Proud Centre. <laughs> it can be that too. Um, for the Kingsters, Provocation on um, Friday night, Bent TV, if you're um, staying at home. And, of course, Tuesday week, um, something by Discussion Group, um, yeah. also in at Carlton. So, um yes, grab grab your um halal snack pack or pizza or something and mm. come on in um to that. So yeah, lots coming up and yeah, as we said, you I've got to say, without being self indulgent, you and I are out and about on Wednesday oh. at IPC down in Hoppers Crossing. Yeah. We'll see people down there. Thursday I've got more panels than a damn than a carpenter shop. I've mm. <laughs> got one for um the Department of Water, Land and Environment in the city. Then race down to the other end of the city for a corporate one, and then another government, a federal government department. Thankfully, at the same end of the city (laughs) after that. So I think that's that is a promising sign. I think people are beginning to heed that heed the need Mm. for um, inclusivity and. that's really good to good to see and feel.
1: And the value of listening to lived experience because yeah. we can't you can't learn by being told about something from someone else.
0: Yeah, look, yeah. I got a really good article. I don't even know how I signed up to this list, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> it was on what makes an organization good on diversity and tackling unconscious bias, things about being open to learning, being mm. curious are good values to have. Mm. And oh look, I've said this yeah, you know, I don't know how you feel about this. So I sometimes think, no, you can't know everything, and that's yeah. okay. Just um, it's about wanting to ask. Mm. You know, if someone comes to you and says, "Look, I don't know everything about non-binary and autism mm. and Tourette's and things where you feel are parts of your whole self," mm. um, could you just tell me a little about them? Um, you're sort of kind of okay to do that.
1: I'm. I'm a. I'm a big open book I mean not everyone is a big open book but yeah. oh, I love talking about myself I don't know if that makes me really selfish or self-absorbed <laughs> but at the same time I see it as a really good opportunity a learning opportunity I said someone I met someone the other day I just joined another local government group because I'm a bit of a local government junkie <laughs> um, and you've got <laughs> heaps of spare time <laughs> <laughs> I know Sorry. and and someone said to me look I don't really understand your gender and I only see gender as male and female and I said look and they go but but i don't you know i don't i don't like people who are angry and get really angry about this and i said no no look i think of this as i'm welcoming i'm inviting you on my journey i'm inviting you on on a on a lesson that we can we can learn together because this is going to be how i can navigate helping other people um i've been open up and be a little bit more well you know, willing willing to learn and willing to adapt because there are there's a lot of things in this world and I'll admit I don't know everything but I love to learn and I'm open if you think that I don't know something I'd be like keen to jump in on that and and have a better understanding and that's how I like to try and live my life too I'd like to think that anyone could go hey Mel you up for talking about Tourette's? And I'd be like, you betcha I am. Let's get in on this thing.
0: Let's do it. And look, (laughs) I'm I'm the same. I've I've got to say I had a very proud and simultaneously proud and humbling moments um, last weekend. 3CR had a formal training session on trans and gender diverse, which yours truly led. And Mm. I've got to admit, there's plenty of people around this station who also have lots of knowledge on trans and gender diverse. But for me, I want to learn, I don't feel I know enough, say, we, we just heard from Nova Paris, you know, I don't know enough about our original inhabitants. I feel I know what's wrong. I can see that for mm. miles off. And also people who are newly arrived or people of Islamic background, I sort of sometimes wonder, well, you know, what in detail would you like? You could say, well, yeah, everyone's after a fair go, mm. that sort of thing. But what does that look like for a particular group is perhaps what I don't know. And so I'd mm. like 3CR to do more education sessions from other groups and I'll be there in a flash because you know I just want a safe space where to learn and you know obviously um, if you can ask questions um, safely and Mm. you know have them answered even if they might seem to the person with the lived experience like dumb questions and maybe Mm. some of what I just said about what certain groups want is incredibly dumb Mm. but I don't know and, you know, even if there's sites to go to, that would do me too, just to get a start and I can get my brain ticking.
1: See, we, we don't know what we don't know, yep. but it's being willing to learn. Yes. Is the key, I think, and that's the key to bring it back to Ida Hobbit Day. It's being willing to learn. Oh, you should be on radio. <laughs> Hang
0: on. You... <laughs> you kept me on track. I was the one going off track. See? Hmm. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk off air, listeners of all genders. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is actually a really good way because we've got to wrap up the program and make way for Freedom of Species and play the last track and all that sort of thing. So yeah, let's do just once again the proverbial elevator speech. Take home messages for Ida Hobbit Day: be open to learning is one. Yeah. Um, on all counts.
1: And let's let's have an A for Ace and Aerophobia.
0: Yep. Um, yep. Um, be inclusive, um, you know, hear different voices. And I acknowledge the the white privilege in this studio at the moment. Um, I admit I can only say my poor excuse, badly organised this week, got a bit exhausted and um, didn't put out a call for guests until Friday night, which is very silly of me. So um, I'm happy to keep following up because the other thing that I've got to mention, we are now five weeks away from a Radiothon and I'd love to have lots of guests in over the next few weeks. Um, in the build up to that, um, I'll be posting about where you can donate to out of the pan, etc., over the next week. Melon, it's always awesome to have you in the 3CR studios. And hey, you're getting this radio host thing down, and you're also, what is it? You're getting your <laughs> com- comedic presenters thing going.
1: <laughs> well, it's wonderful to be on air with you. Spectacular Sally, marvellous Melon at it again.
0: We'll do it again. And so, everyone, have a happy Ida Hobbit Day. In um, be inclusive, um, be respectful, be willing, open to learning and um, having some assumptions challenged and reset. And, well, um, take it out today in another sort of gender diverse way with the track from Professor Ratbaggy, um, with Paul, including Paul Kelly and Banish Woman. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Thanks for Melum for joining us. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast.